back to the Rude Dude Podcast. I am one half of the Rude Dudes, your boy, Henny Lobster, with my boy, Cam Ran, a.k.a. The Cree. What's up, The Cree? Hey, dude. I am... I'm doing good, dude. I mean, I, I think I, I think our listeners who are, are pretty consistent are probably maybe guessing where I'm going to be located every before every episode. Dude, it's, um, a, it's a mystery. The world wants to know. <laughs> well, dude, I'll, I'll keep it short because this is a, this is a, a, a longer topic. Um, I have this little, like, tiny uh, secondary shed slash art studio that's, like, a fully updated little, Ooh. like hobbit den or something along those lines um um and it's just gonna need a little bit of a tlc to make it the full-blown pod lab but um like we were talking about before this um i don't know why i didn't think of this before and uh so shout out to ashley because she's like why don't you just go in that fucking shed um so so uh, here i am dude and uh hopefully it doesn't sound like complete shit in here um but like um, we I talked we about get... last week Women are smarter than us and better than us in every way. Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. How are you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm I'm good, man. I'm excited for Pod Day. The Boundaries episode uh, has been doing very well. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very proud of that episode. I think we hit on some great stuff, and we got some great responses from the people. And it's just reinvigorated my excitement about the podcast. And I was listening to like Rogan at work all day, and that was kind of getting me excited. It's fun to do it as like, because I like listening anyway, but also kind of try and take pieces from it and thoughts and ideas and, you know, like ways to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but I'm feeling good, man. I'm happy to be, I'm happy for Podcast Thursday podcast thursdays dude it, it it is something to look forward to right like you wake up and then there's there's still like this like little mix of like uh of like anxious excitement right like fuck i hope this episode mm-hmm. turns out good right um but but it's but it's good it's in a good way um so yeah dude i share the same the same feelings man it's it, it's exciting um the response to the boundaries episode was great um, we appreciate all you guys listening and thanks for giving us a little, you know, pat on the ass, um, because that, that goes a long way for, uh, two guys, um, halfway across the country from each other and one sitting in a shed and one sitting in a nice, you know, thermostat controlled house. So we appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, my spot is luxurious compared to yours. <laughs> hey, um, you better watch your mouth, bro. This is going to be the fucking layer. <laughs> uh, also... If you hear, like, weird hissing in your headphones, I have gotten on Cameron's ass about improving his situation. <laughs> so I noticed that on in my truck it sounds great, but on my headphones there's a, a pretty bad hiss. So we are under construction. We are constantly working on getting better in podcasting and life, and we shall continue to improve. Yeah, correct, man. Um, I, I bounced some ideas off of Michael, um, our editor and producer, um, and he, he gave me some pointers. Um, I didn't hear any hissing on the playback while I was out here testing. So I think we're, I think we're the magical good. shed. Yeah, dude, the shed, dude. Um, so I think we're good, but yeah, that white noise is insufferable. So I'm sorry if anybody had to struggle through that. I'm also figuring out that I have like a weird, the only kind of word I can think of is like hypochondriac, but that's not it. But, like, my throat was fine all day. 
But for some reason, when I get into like, all right, I'm going to do this podcast, mentally, my brain's like, there's a frog in your throat. There's a frog in, clear it, clear it. There's something in there. Like literally fine all day. And now I'm like, I hate it. So I apologize and maybe I'll, maybe I'll figure that out. Who knows? Well, dude, I mean, I mean, if you were a hypochondriac, you would be uh, worrying about dying. So are we worried about dying because of this frog? Being sick. But being sick, being you know sick. what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I get what you're saying. Like that pretending me, my brain telling me that there's something wrong with my throat. Yeah, yeah. I get that, man. But also I think it's just a way of like, you know, you're probably we're talking more than we normally do on a daily basis. You know, this is like a an hour-long conversation, you know. Right. Yeah. All right, so we, we have a little bit of house cleaning before we get to our topic today, which is um, social media and the effects it has on our brain, our children, and all that jazz. But um, one thing that I noticed listening back to the episode is I feel like my dad gets a gets a, got a little bit gets a little bit of a raw deal, and um, I just want to send some love his way because, um, I mean, for one, we talk about the workaholic thing, and I merely use that as an example because you know if if we're saying that anything can be uh, a drug of choice and anything can be used as a drug. That's just one way to illustrate it. And, you know, I'd like to say that because of that, also, my dad has provided an incredible life for our family. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's also gotten a lot better with pretty much everything. He's he's really um, taken a look at himself over the years and became better. So, I just wanted to clear the air. I don't want to be constantly dogging on my dad because he's fucking awesome and I love him to death. And uh, he has done a great job and he and I have a fucking incredible relationship now that I'm halfway across the country and I wouldn't <laughs> trade him for anything. Um, so I love you, Pops. And I just thought I'd let people know. And Cameron, maybe you can tell the people why we call my dad Super Boss. Dude, I... I I can't even give you an explanation, dude. And I think it's just because he just radiates excellence. Um, um, Superboss just just carries this this weight with him. Like you see him, he's calm, cool, and collective, uh, collected, and and he just carries himself so well. And like and like you said, dude. Um, you know, hey, he he he's done what he had to do to provide for you know your family, you know, you had everything that you, you could have ever wanted. Um, and that came at a sacrifice, you know, he had to grind his ass off just like, you know, most people do. But, um, super boss carries a, a different type of aura, man. Um, and, and it, yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to explain. You have to see it to believe it. Um, well, he's like, he's like a guy you want to like, you want to pick his brain and talk to him. Like you want him to like you. Um, or at least okay. that's my experience. Like, be like, I hope that guy doesn't think I'm a fucking dildo, dude. Like, I, I, just, <laughs> I, I, I just really, I just really hope that. Like, I always felt that way for as long as we've known each other. Be like, dude, I, I really want that guy to like me. That's just, that's just who Superboss is, man. He's just constantly flexing on him, uh, you know, passively. <laughs> He's an impressive guy. And like, so my dad is 72 years old. And literally, I'd say this in all dead assness. If I like have an issue with my phone or something I can't figure out, I will text him 
and or call him and ask him to fix it. Like that's how up on technology he is. He used to be an IT guy. And mm-hmm. I also want to say that the super boss, he carried something else. And that was a cell phone and a pager before anybody even had <laughs> a cell phone noise. or a pager. And that's why <laughs> I feel like that's, that's where, cause remember let's age ourselves here. We, we were around when cell phones weren't around and then when mm-hmm. they first came around and my dad, you know, had both of them thangs on the hip with the button down, um, you know, and uh, like, dude, look at fucking Mike. Look at your dad, bro. What a what a boss, dude. He's super boss. He's got freaking a cell phone and a pager. Dude, dude, the pager carries fucking major big dick vibes, bro. I mean, I mean, it's 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 undeniable, bro. If 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 pagers were still a thing, dude, I'd rock the shit out of one. I know doctors do and whatnot, but man, the pager brings brings ultimate big dick vibes. So nine one one four twenty, whatever, uh, whatever your your lady did when she needed some. That's right. Dude. Um, That's right. Text eight zero zero eight five. I'm twelve. Anyway, love you, Dad. Moving on. Um, You're the man, super boss. The other thing that I. I was thinking about from the last episode is we talked a lot about like not doing stuff for people mm-hmm. and that felt a little weird, a little wrong to me because I, we, by no means do we want to sit up here and be like, yeah, fuck people don't do anything for them, you know? And mm-hmm. Cameron, you touched on it a little because you went back to the, like who's watering your roots so when you're asking yourself, like, do I help this person? It's like, does this person help me? And, like, so I guess my point that I wanted to bring back of why to or not to help someone is, like, I, I asked myself, would, would they do the same for me? Like, mm-hmm. would they and do they do the same for me? And if the answer is yes, then, you know, I'm probably going to help them out. But if the answer is wow, this motherfucker only calls me when they need something, I'm probably not going to go out of my way to help them. And I just wanted to make that clarification because I felt like I had an attitude of like, yeah, fuck people, just don't help them. And that's not, that's not how we feel and that's not how boundaries work. But it's, it's uh, you know, is it, like, is it reciprocated, I guess, as part mm-hmm. of my decision-making process. You know, Cam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And, and, and we did kind of go a little heavy on, hey, like, tell people no and to fuck off, right? Um, but, but you know, there is that other side to it, like you just said. Um, you'll know when, when you're, you're getting asked by somebody. Um, are they in that, that quote-unquote hula hoop, right? And are they, they keeping the rhythm going? Then you're, you're going to be a little more, you know, willing to, to go the extra mile for that person. And, and like you said, you kind of you re-brought up the watering your roots thing. Um, you know who those people are. Now, it's not the same person who is every single time you see them, they're sitting there with their hand out or asking you to do this, that, and fucking whatever. Um, you're going to want to say no to that and stand up for yourself, or you're just going to get taken advantage of. And yeah, like you said, man, that's, that's all it was. And, and I agree, man. I think we did kind of come across like, hey, tell everybody no. and, uh, and, and <laughs> Fuck and off. Fucking, I'm uh, not uh, helping uh, anyone under any circumstance. again, <laughs> dude. Don't ever call my phone. The voicemail is full. You can't leave a message. My shit ain't even set up, dog. Best decision dude, of my straight, life. Straight up, man. Straight <laughs> up. I heard I've been watching Beef on Netflix. Did you watch that? 
Mm-mm. Really fucking good show. I advise everyone to check it out. But um, if I was younger, I would steal the dude's voicemail because he goes, don't be old, just text me. <laughs> Straight up, dude. <laughs> dude, but dude I'm, I'm like, like too old to say that. <laughs> dude, I'm like George from fucking Seinfeld where he has like the voicemail machine where it's like, believe it or not, George isn't at home. <laughs> Leave a message at the beep. <laughs> like, dude, I'm never checking it. Um it, it's not happening um, unless it's work-related. So, yeah, text me. Um, that's going to be the biggest way to get hold of me. we just fell right into a grinds my gears or get off my lawn. If you call me twice in a row and you're not dying and in need of my immediate assistance, Facts. our friendship is absolved. We Dude, are now- no longer <laughs> friends. I will, like... I will wipe out your whole bloodline. There is no circumstance under which you should anyone call me twice in a row unless death is on the table. Dude, dude nothing bro- makes me more furious. Dude, my brother is notorious for that, man. I had to set up a family rule, so it's so funny that you said that. But ours is three, so I got a little more fucking gracious with it. Um, if you call me three times in a row, then it is an emergency. But you do not call me any more than that, man. And and that is the goddamn truth. Your head better be fucking being on the verge of being chopped off at the executioner's table um, if you're calling me twice in a row or three times. Um, dude, I had yet- someone... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, dude. Go ahead, bro. I had someone the other day, and I don't know if she listens, and I'm sure I'll hear about it if she does, and I still love her to death. But I was I was uh, using the facilities. I got two phone calls back-to-back, okay? And then I got a call on Facebook Messenger and then a message on Messenger. And I am like, happening? good Lord, where is the fire? That is still my phone number. It worked just fine. And And here's my thing. It's 2023. We all have smartphones. If I see your missed call, that's all I need. I know Mm -hmm. you're trying to get a hold of me. I will get back to you at my earliest convenience. Because here's the other thing. If I didn't answer your phone call, there's about a 79% chance I watched the motherfucker ring and didn't want to talk to you at that moment. I was doing something else or I didn't fucking feel like it. So you calling twice is only going to make me not want to talk to you more. Okay? I will see your missed call. Text me. I will call you back. I will text you back. But under no circumstances will you call me twice in a row. Good lord. Oh, dude. Fired up on a Thursday. Dude, I've never related to something more in my life, dude. I see the call. I'll get back to you. Dude, you called twice. It. Now I'm That's just not going to call you back. Now, you don't now even need not... to text me, too. You can <laughs> if you want to like let me know what's going on. But like, I see your call. I'll get back to you. That's dude, all I dude. need. Oh, my God, dude. That's hilarious. Because, yeah, man, you, you call me twice, or, and then you start doing all those extracurriculars like you were just talking about. Bro, I'm not getting dude. back to you now. now. Now I'm taking it personal. Um, you know, it's not happening. Fighting like, like, mad, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, like, bro, you don't, don't, do not hit my line that many times, especially if you're just fucking calling to see how, how, how I'm doing. Like, don't, don't do that. So, yeah, man, that I, I stand with you wholeheartedly on that. You call him back? Oh, nothing. I was just seeing what's up. You're fucking joking me, dude. Straight up, man. I thought, I thought the world was coming to an end, dude. I mean, fuck me, dude. That's awesome. That's all right, Cameron. Head. We've farted around enough. Open up your screen time. 
Okay. Oh, this is bad, buddy. I think you're going to beat me in every category here. I actually, and, and you know what will be sad about this is that I'm actually sitting at home on paternity leave, so I have all the free time in the world, so I'm interested. I'm interested to see what this is, so we'll go to today, yeah? I think these are, I think this is really important for anyone to do because I don't, I don't realize that I'm on my phone this fucking much. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but my daily average, God, I'm embarrassed to say this. My daily average is six hours and 49 minutes. Wapparoonie, dude. Um, that I is got, fucking insane. <laughs> dude, today I'm at three hours and seven minutes. Um, my weekly average is four hours and 29 minutes. Um, today is e- five hours and 10 minutes. Okay, okay, you're on track, dude. If we could just get you to fall asleep earlier, you'd probably cut that hour down a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, I've also been doing best ball drafts on DraftKings, so I stare at my phone for like 45 minutes straight on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. so when after I read The Comfort Crisis, which I think we'll talk about a lot today, um, mm-hmm. I, put, I put app limits on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, and I did a, a time of two hours for every day. Which still sounds like a fucking lot, but um, I don't usually hit it. Uh, I don't usually hit it, and I get a notification when I do. And honestly, I almost always click fuck off and let me like continue to be on social media. But it's (laughs) but it's not usually much longer than uh you know whatever the limit was. Um, but yeah, man, it's, and you know what, you know, what was surprising for me when I got into this, um, texting, I spent a, Mm -hmm. dude today, is that today? Two hours and 36 minutes of fucking in messages. Yeah. Let me see mine. Cause it's, I mentioned that to Kristen and she's like, yeah, you text a lot. You're always texting people. Yeah. I have an hour and two minutes. Of texting Dude, time today. That is crazy. And yeah, so that's Dude, something to strive towards doing better. I gotta say something. You stole my line, man, because I was thinking about it. I was gonna I was gonna suggest that. Hey everybody, get if you have an iPhone, go in, set up screen time and uh and just give it a look and then set a timer for your social media apps, right? And I was gonna say, man, but you, but you stole it. Is is the greatest part about that is that when it alerts you, you can say ignore for today and completely just disregard it and go back to fucking yeah. doom scrolling for the rest of your life. Right. Um, but it it, it does make you to, feel a little even guilty, just get right? the reminder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's I think that's important, dude. And it, it is eye opening. Um, and that kind of leads me into I'm gonna I'm gonna read a few passages from this little book just because. Um, it's it's important, so I'm not going to be. Hit you know, us with I'm, it. I'm not going to be sitting here reading, you know, Bible verses or anything. But this is from the book The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. I highly recommend Jeremiah twelve two. Dude, dude, everybody should read this book, and I know Henry uh, stands Very with me good. on this. I listened uh, to it on Amazon or Audible or whatever, which was also great. So if you're not a reader and you like to listen, you can do that as well. Yeah. So this is this is right on topic, right? It says, um, the average American each day touches his phone 2,617 times and spends two hours and 
two hours and 30 minutes staring at the small screen. If that seems gross, the study also identified a large group of heavy users, a.k.a. Henry Sheridan, who spent more than four hours a day on their phones in, in a course I teach as a professor at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I have students who check their phone screen time data. One student averaged seven hours and 44 minutes, and another one racked up eight hours and 32 minutes daily. Oh, a Why whole work day on yeah, your phone. A whole work day on your phone. And... And, and it's just, it's just insane to me that we can, that we can do that, right? Um, we're, the world is passing us by and we're just yeah. so locked in to these devices. Um, and I think, I think the thing that really messes with me the most is we come from a time, um, we're elder millennials in air quotes, um, mm. before this shit existed, right? Um, yeah, and it was just, you know, that wasn't a thing. Um, but now, you know, it's like, it's like a secondary itch, you know, like to booze. (laughs) Um, I constantly have to have it with me in my pocket. Um, I, do you ever get those, do you ever get those little phantom like vibrations? Like you feel like a notification. I mean, I mean, how sickening is that? I'm sitting there like, oh man, someone just hit me up and, and no, it's just, it's just my body thinking somebody did. And I'm just so addicted to my goddamn phone that, that I, that I check it. And then there's another excuse for me to check it. Obviously I'm, I'm doing a little bit better than some people, um, with checking it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a real fucking Just say my fucking name, dude. I'm right here, bro. You got something to say? Well, well, between between you and and the people in this book, man, I'm, you're the only person I can poke fucking fun at. So yeah, so I mean, you can either be like me with four hours, you can be like Henry with a full days of work. Um, hey, but it's, six and a half. There we go, dude. It's part time, part time, which is crazy. That's yeah, really. Dude. But I mean, a lot of that is texting, which to me. So I have this like. I feel this responsibility towards text. I don't do it with like messenger or Instagram messages or any other kind of thing. But like, if you have my phone number and you're my friend and I will say, let's get back into dogging the shit out of my dad. My dad is the same way too. And I, so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, and and I tell my dad, God damn, I need to look in a mirror. I tell my dad, dad, you don't have to answer your phone just because someone's calling you. Because mm-hmm. he will always, no matter what we're doing, stop and pick up his phone and talk to a customer and whatever. Like, you can call people back. But anyway, I see it like as a responsibility to get back to people that text me. Because if you have my phone number and you're my friend and you're trying to contact me, I'm going to return it. But I'm feeling like obviously I need to put a little limit on that and get back to people some other time because that's just crazy. It is, man, and, and, and I feel the same way. Like, I'll text back really fast. You know that from our conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm, I'm pretty Johnny on the spot with it. Um, but it but it just, yeah, man, it, it, it's mind-blowing when you can see it in front of your face with that data. Um, That's why I, we're advising everyone to just look. Like, you don't have to make any rules or shut it down, but look, because I had no idea it was it was that much. Oh yeah, dude. Because oh, yeah, you get sucked into that fucking time warp, bro. Um, I now have I have a question for you, man. Okay. What social media apps do you have currently installed on your phone? Um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
that it? I think that's it. Okay. Okay. But I mean, then we have DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, Yahoo Fantasy, ESPN Fantasy, FanDuel Sportsbook, the NBA app. Um, not social media, but I can sit there and spend a bunch of time fucking, fucking around on all them too. So. Well, yeah, I mean, but the reason I asked uh, about the social media is because that was going to lead me into another little section of this book since we're, since we're on it. Um, and I kind of wanted to um, read this part. Hey, um, why this... don't you give the people a little synopsis of the comfort crisis and what it's all about? Okay, so first. the comfort crisis, um, <laughs> yeah, is a, is a fantastic book. Um, it's written about how modern day conveniences is pretty much causing the degradation of humanity. And it's not all doom and gloom. It's making us soft. Um, Things that humanity had to do every day just to survive, we don't have to do anymore. And if you sit and you think about this, you technically don't even have to leave your fucking house um, for anything anymore. A lot of people don't, right. Yeah, and they they don't. You you don't. You can have your groceries delivered. You can have Amazon there 24-7 if you want. You, I, I work from home. You can work from home. You can you can do everything. You can have a ride hailing service come and get you if you need. You don't even got to drive. Um, you're so you're it, in your climate controlled house on yep. a comfortable chair uh, mm-hmm. with a ergonomic freaking. You got your feet up with like a little massager working on your feet and yep. like a nice yep. fan blowing on you with some ambient fucking lighting. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. Nothing is out of sorts. You have cupboards. You know, if you're, if you're, you know, um, what was I going to say? You know, fortunate enough to have food in your house, um, like most of us hopefully do. Um, you have cupboards full of snacks, full of food. You don't have to go out and hunt for food or And if or you don't, berries. Go Puff will have your snacks there in 15 minutes. 15 minutes, man. And, 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 and that's just a quick little synopsis. It gets way more into... You know, challenging yourself through different you know ways. Um, he goes into his his hunting trip in the in the tundra and how it kind of taught him about going back to our roots and and how modern day conveniences have have really taken us away from that and the ramifications of it are very serious actually. Um, so it's a it's a really good book and it's not as heavy as it sounds when I when I explain it like that right. Um, it, it's a really easy read. Super. It's not even long. I got the book right in front of me. What is interesting? It? Makes you makes you think. Definitely makes you think. Makes it. You think. And it, without this book, I wouldn't have put the screen time thing on. Right. Um, right same. It's like two hundred and eighty pages. Right. Like that. You're a fast reader. You can whip through that super quick. Uh, some awareness. That's all. And that's what we like to spread. Some awareness. Just think about it. Yeah, man. So, so here's where I get into the social media thing, and this will kind of just. Uh, I'm just going to kind of cut through certain sections because I'm not going to read the whole thing. But this is about the mechanism of how these apps work and how they keep you so enticed. So Dr. Judson Brewer, a professor of psychiatry at Brown University, studies addiction. Um, And he basically goes in to say that he he deals with a bunch of addicts um, and he develops methods to get them better. Um, he He says he's particularly interested in the tie between screen time and our growing mental health issues. He goes, I wouldn't pin this on mobile technology 100%, um, but I'd say it's about 90% due to it. Um, A great line after this is, so it's no wonder Steve Jobs famously wouldn't let his children use the iPad. Wow. And and how how powerful is that? 
Um, he's not the only tech guru who questioned what he was pushing. A massive swell of Silicon Valley workers who develop mobile tech and apps don't allow themselves or their kids to use the Valley's products. One former Facebook exec told the New York Times she's convinced that the devil lives in those phones um, hmm. and that it is ripping apart the so- social fabric of society. Um, where are we at here? I'll skip the little do-do-do-do-do. The devil's in the phone. Um, for one, these tools can be leveraged for evil. And for another, these tools can be leveraged for evil. Apps are engineered, this is an important part, I don't want to lose anybody, around the Fogg's behavior model. If that sounds like something menacing that was cooked up in a mind control lab, that's because it kind of was. Three elements must converge at the same time for a behavior to occur. That is motivation, ability, and a prompt. Um, long story short, he BJ Fogg um, created the formula leveraged by smartphone apps to make them behave like crack cocaine for our attention. Mm. Um he originally created the model for good, saying using phones to get people to quit a bad behavior like smoking, but upon the advent of the iPhone, he had students begin applying the model on mobile tech. Um, in 2007, also known as the Facebook class, um, students generated over 16 million users and a million dollars in revenue using this model. What happened to those students, Henry? Well, in 2007, they all went off and they got jobs at Facebook, Uber, Twitter, and all and various other social media platforms. Um, do, 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 do. Let me see something. Do, 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 do. Um, take, for example, and then I'll, I'll stop reading. Take, for example, and, and here's how the, the, uh, the, um, the fog, what is it called here? The fog's behavior model kind of works, and you can see it in yourself, or I can see it in me. Um, take, for example, somebody posting a selfie to Instagram. The person is clearly motivated to want to know how her followers will react to her photo. Then Instagram triggers her triggers her with a notification that someone has commented on her photo. Did they like it? Or is it a snarky comment? She then has the ability to check the comment immediately. She cannot not open her phone. And then, of course, she ends up checking her likes and comments all day, each time falling into an Instagram blackout where she scrolls her feed to find perfectly edited photos from a frenemy or a conspiratorial post from some glue sniffer she knew back in high school. All the while, she's also seen tons of advertising, which is why Mark Zuckerberg is worth about $100 billion. A rule. If you're not paying for a digital service, you are what the company sells. Boom. The corporation game games the system to take as much of your attention as it can in order to sell to the highest advertorial bidder. Um, and, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, this is no accident. Um, what was I going to say here? And then also, I really am going to stop because it's super important. Um, <laughs> Still today, the latest round of WizKids sit around the behavior design lab figuring out how to compel us to engage with the apps. So we'll see more ads, and these kids are damn good at what they do. Take, for example, the fact that the notifications in Twitter and likes on Instagram take a few seconds to show up when you open the app. And if yes. you've ever looked at Instagram and all that, right? That's no Facebook accident. Facebook does it too. Yeah, that's no accident. That brief moment is like waiting for the wheels on a slot machine to line up. It leverages the same biological mechanism to keep us coming back. Um, and that's all I really need to say. Um, um, I, I could I could read this whole goddamn chapter, but that's really all I need to say about that. If that Dude. doesn't if that doesn't make you feel a certain type of way, and 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 we I could go down this rabbit hole for hours, um, and we're all guilty of it. 
But if that doesn't make you feel a certain type of way about what's really going on with that, then 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 maybe you shouldn't listen to this podcast and you need to go seek professional help because that is concerning, right, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I that that little factoid, I forgot that it was from that book, but I think about it every day because I get a notification badge on Facebook, so I click on it to go see what it is, and it's not down there when I open Facebook. It's not down there. The badge doesn't show up, so what do I do? I start scrolling, and that is fucking by design because then when you start scrolling, you get into the doom scrolling, and you just keep going. And I forgot that that's where I got that. But, yeah, I'm like, oh, those dirty little bastards. Everything is by design. I also remember that I saw – I watched the documentary on Netflix, and the name is completely escaping me now. But it was on all this stuff, um, social media and all that. And one of – like the granularity that they have of the information of what you're doing on your phone is insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things they mentioned was – if you're scrolling through, they actually know if you like look at an ad, they know how long you stopped scrolling and looked at that ad. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to interact with it for them to know that you're interested in it. They'll know you're interested. And how many times everybody's got, how many times have you merely talked about something and it shows up on your fucking feed? Dude, dude, I gotta, I gotta say that actually kind of makes sense because. I've, I've looked at an ad before, right? And then all of a sudden, the tie between the Instagram and the Facebook, you know, with Facebook owning Instagram, all of a sudden on, on Instagram, um, there's the same goddamn ad. And I didn't yep. click on that ad, right? And, yep. and, 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 it, and I didn't really think about it that way, but it makes complete sense. It makes complete Dude, these people are, are geniuses that work there. None of this shit is on accident. It's all by design. And I will have I will I will say this is a good time to interject that the most hoist ass ho shit of like twenty two or twenty one or whenever it happened was ads in stories in between stories but not only ads in between stories they play two of them in a fucking row dude oh dude like dude, that, that the that gall the nerve it is oh. outrageous well dude they had to capitalize on all that everybody sitting at home man. That's when Facebook and all those companies were raking bread. Stock yeah. prices were out were out of control, man. Um, everybody had that that out of COVID um, after that sell off. Um, those those tech companies were raking. Um, so I mean, everybody's sitting at home. Why not jam a bunch of ads down your fucking throat? You know what I mean? Um, you're gonna tolerate it because you got nothing else to do. You're stuck at home. And um, it's funny that you mentioned. I also kind of forgot that that's where I got that from, but. The statement, if it's free, you are the product. So they're mm-hmm. talking about they all sell your data. All these apps track you and sell your data. Hey, this is Henry. He's 35. He likes uh, motorcycles and uh, softball and working out. And so I get, you know what I mean? And and, mm-hmm. and, and so everyone has this data. So, you know, it's kind of one of the old adage, like nothing's free. So if you don't pay to use an app, then your data is getting taken and sold straight up and and if you i'm still you know this isn't tinfoil hat land um but i'll but i'll put it on um you know even with apple and hey ask the app not to track you i still don't believe that it's not tracking me no Um, i think the only way to do that is like doing shit through a vpn or something yeah that that, that's the only way um but but i just thought that was important man um 
and yeah. and the ramifications of it are are incredibly high. Um, more than half. Here's another part in the book. More than half the adults, half of adults said they were under high stress in 2017. Anxiety grew by 39 percent in a recent one-year period. Attention spans fell by 33 percent from 2000 to 2015. Depression diagnoses are up 33% from since 2013. And this book was just written. Um, that's, that's, those are massive jumps. Um, and, and, and there's a common denominator in, in a lot of this. If you look at that gap between 2000 and 2015 or 2017 you know, from certain models, um, that is when social media started really blowing up, right? Remember when we were in high school, mm-hmm. the first social media app in 2004 or five, you know, back in the day, it was MySpace, bro. And then what happened? You know, you get to 2007, and just like what I read in that previous um, little chapter or those couple paragraphs, was that's when these guys who came out of Stanford <laughs> went to Silicon Valley with this model, and, and they started creating these apps to entice you and to keep you locked into your phone. We're not meant as human beings to be stuck staring at a phone, dude. Like our brains can't handle this amount of stimulation, um, and and it and it's causing a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of problems. Um, we can go into a quick one, then I'm not going to stay in it too long. Um, but teen suicide rates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a parental uh, monitoring app called Bark, um, and in 2022, the app saw over, and what it does is it oversees um, kids. Um, app use and it scans for trigger words about you know drug use alcohol use suicidal ideation um, things along those lines um, mm-hmm. saw over 74 percent of teens were involved in self-harm and, or a suicide situation in 2022 74% um, this is an alarming thing for young girls um, they're killing themselves at a higher rate um, I just I, I I can't even like really talk about it because it 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 scares me, dude. Um, it scares. Well, what's me. interesting about it is we're we're simultaneously the most connected and least connected we've ever been, uh-huh. and we are the most connected via the interwebs and the uh, things you can't see, and the least connected as in. We don't fucking sit around a fire and hang out and talk to each other. No. Um, I remember I went to see Dave Chappelle in D.C. and they took our phones and they locked them up in the bag. And we were we were very we were early, like forty five or an hour early to the show for some reason, and we mm-hmm. had to sit there and talk to each other for like an hour, and it was fucking weird. We were, like, joking about it. It was like, this is dumb. We got to, like, talk to each other and shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Because we're not used to it anymore. Like, we're um, we're just, like, programmed. Uh, and and it's it's so crazy. And I have a daughter. Um, I was just going to ask you know, You know, 16-year-old. And she, uh, I don't want to get too into, into her situation, but I'm, I'm sure that she's affected by this. And like one thing that I notice is very interesting. She has Instagram and like TikTok, and she doesn't really post anything. And I think part of that is just her nature and that's kind of, she's not really into it. Mm-hmm. But the other part I've, I think partially has something to do with like 
bullying and how mean and fucking ruthless kids are because like I think part of the reason she doesn't do it is because the the fear of scrutiny, right? No matter what you post, oh, why'd you do that? Why'd you say it like that? Why'd you oh, look at Katie's outfit, it's stupid or whatever these kids do, it's always somebody's got something to say, you know? Mhm. Mm-hmm. And um, to to live your life in a fear of like I don't even want to post a picture because somebody's gonna have something to say about it. Like, uh, what are we even doing? You know? Yeah, man. I have another. Uh, I have another. Uh, it's a. It was a ten year study done by BYU, and and this kind of just go through it. Um, through annual surveys from 2009 to 2019, researchers tracked the media use patterns and mental health of 500 teens as a part of the Flourishing Families Project. They found that while social media had use had little effect on boys, suicide, suicide, yeah, suicidal risk um, for girls. Found there was a t- it out. Yeah, hey, sometimes, man. I, I <laughs> if you if you listen back to episodes, man, I talk a little too fast sometimes, man. I get a little excited. Um, but uh, there was a tipping point for girls. Girls who use social media for at least two to three hours per day at the beginning of the study. When there were about when they were about thirteen years old, and then greatly increased their use over time, were at a higher clinical risk for suicide as emerging adults. Um, where does it say here? Do, 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 do. At thirteen, girls are just starting to be ready to handle the darker underbelly of social media, such as FOMO, um, constant comparisons, and cyberbullying. A thirteen-year-old is probably not developmentally ready for three hours of social media a day. And these are mm. these are just small little little tidbits on on you know for some people who listen to us. If you have kids, um, and that that's kind of what I wanted to get into just for a second. As of right now, um, I can say. My kids aren't gonna have social media, dude. I can't. I can't have that. I can't have that. I do not need. And, so and I'm what glad age? to hear. I'm, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. But but I'm glad Katie isn't posting, so she isn't you know susceptible to the filth that is the internet, um, because um, I can't have random people um, telling my child is worthless, um, telling my child that they're worthless. Or that they're ugly, or they should go kill themselves, or 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 whatever it may be. It's just it it's it's just not happening. I I, I refuse to let that happen, um, and and that can be seen. And I'm sure she's going to throw temper tantrums about it, and my son will probably be pissed off about it. Um, but but that's too fucking bad. Um, you know, I grew up um, with a, a a Nokia, and I, I played the game Snake, and and and, and all's well, right? Um, yeah. As long as I can get I didn't a get a phone until junior year of high school, and yeah. it was the little flip phone that had nothing but snake, yeah. and um, and I thought that was cool. Yeah, well, because it um, was cool, dude. And 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 I and I didn't want to I didn't want to get super heavy with the, with the teen suicide rates. Just know that. Um, well, but it's so, important, and yeah, and it's yeah. not just teenagers. Like we all. I've noticed, here's the thing I kind of wanted to touch on for myself. So when I'm reaching for my phone, it is because I am uncomfortable. Often, it's because I'm uncomfortable in some sort of way. So I'm reaching for that like comfort to take me out of my mind. Perfect example, when I'm watching a, a Warriors game and it's a heated game, when it goes to commercial, bam, I'm right on my phone and I'm scrolling social media because I'm like, 
worked up and stressed out and that little like soothing like okay let me take my get out of my head and just you know mindlessly scroll social media for a minute because I can't just sit there and watch stupid ass commercials and like and not be like spinning around in my head so often when I'm reach for my phone a lot I'm like what why what is making me uncomfortable right now what is it that I'm running from um what 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 do I need a break from and I obviously, as stated from my um, screen time, I'm I'm not very good at figuring that out and assessing it. But man, I, you know, another thing that I that I wanted to touch on, and this goes in the same thing. I think we've created zero tolerance for quote unquote boredom. So if I walk up to buy something at the gas station and there is one person in line in front of me, I'm pulling out my phone to get on. Facebook or Instagram or something like I can't stand there for 26 seconds and wait for that person to be done. I I pull my phone out when I pee. When I stand and pee, I I pull my phone out and and look at shit. I, like that's how bad it is. And that's dude, that's crazy. And we're not even <laughs> our attention span has been shortened so insanely much. Um like TikTok. TikTok is the perfect example. They have catered it to just destroy our attention span. And it's perfect because when when a video is like one minute long, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't have a minute. Even though I'm sitting there scrolling for maybe 45 to an hour, hour and a half if you get in a, a fucking hole. I, I like to hope I usually don't do that, but I can easily fucking bust out 15 20 30 minutes um scrolling that and it's like and it and if you don't like it bam you're on to the next and if you don't like it bam you're on to the next so this one's 15 20 seconds and like the way i think this is a good time to insert because you mentioned um about how it's like a drug so this is from middle georgia state university you've put the people asleep enough i want to put them to sleep a little too so how does social media impact mental and emotional health what are the signs social media use just as use of alcohol or drugs can hijack the dope dopaminergic pathways more quickly and reliably reliably than naturally derived awards such as studying hard and getting a good grade effort gained from diligent time-consuming work is slower to access the reward system while checking snapchat or instagram causes a rush of dopamine that provides immediate gratification recurring checking behavior can be likened to smoking a cigarette which floods the dopaminergic pathway quicker thus the almost instant dopamine rush becomes addictive and can result in depression anxiety and other mental illness self-disclose on social media social networking sites lights up the same part of the brain that ignites when taking an addictive substance in the mesolimbic system dopamine is released during pleasurable experiences and binds to dopaminergic receptors located in the nucleus accumbens signs of compo- i really set myself up for failure here 
Signs of compulsive social media use use include preoccupation, spending increased time on social media sites to the detriment of one's health or relationships, needing longer periods of time on the internet to gain satisfaction, unsuccessful efforts to control or stop use of social media, as well as restlessness, sadness, or anxiety when attempting to control social media use that is literally drug addiction. That... And when we were kids, we zapped our fucking dopamine receptors with fucking cocaine and molly and ecstasy like fucking adults. And now children are doing it with goddamn Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, man. And I think I think one other thing I wanted to get on when it comes to social media, and I think this um, can tie into recovery and stuff like that, is um, it can make you, or at least it does for me, um, I can, or at least I used to, um, not as much as I, I, I used to, I don't do it anymore. Um, compare ourselves to others, right? Um, there's something that, um, I have to tell myself when I find myself falling into that trap is always remember that you're just seeing somebody's highlight reel for the most part, right? Right. You're not getting the nitty gritty. Um, no one's writing, um, you know, Hey, I'm depressed and um, I'm in financial, you know, troubles. Some 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 people do, but yeah, dude, dude, and and it, most people are not right. It's posting a highlight reel, and I do the same thing. We all do it. Um, hey, here's a great moment in my life. Then um, you post it, and 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 then we fall uh, victim to what I just read earlier in the episode. Uh, we all get excited about how many people like it, and and, and all that thing. All those things, um, but it is a uh, it's a slippery slope. Um, I I struggled with it um, in the beginning because of my sobriety and my drinking. Right, like I felt like I I wasted too much time, and then I could see all these people, um, you know, who were a little bit farther along than than I than I was at that present moment, and uh, and I it, it made me depressed. Right. And 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 it was it was not helping me in any which way. Um, And um, what eventually happened was, you know, I kept taking the steps to better myself and 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 play catch up. Right. Um, But but don't let anybody's highlight reel or their perceived um, interpretation of happiness. If somebody's happiness is is a, a house in a new subdivision and where all the houses look the same, then then that's their vision of happiness. Um, somebody else's vision of happiness might be a farm on three and a half acres in the woods where nobody's around them. And, 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 and you don't need to feel, um, you know, wrong for feeling that way or, or feel like you're, you're failing in some way. Um, I may be alone on this, you know what I mean? But that, that's kind of how I felt. Um, and, and it's really just kind of like what we said with boundaries, just, just honor yourself and trust the process. Don't let somebody's highlight reel make you feel like you're not doing enough or that your life fucking sucks because it doesn't. And, and it's all a part of your story. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. And, and, and just trust the process. You get what I'm saying, man? Uh, absolutely, man. You're, you're touching on several of the bullet points that I had uh, written down for this show. And that the main one being comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is what you're talking about, and oh man, such and such has this and that, and such and such is living such a great life. Social media is not real, okay. The yeah. the person 
often the person that people present or portray on social media is not what they are or how they feel in real life. I love the term you use the highlight reel because that's what it is. Oh, look at my new car. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not, we're not saying that's wrong to like post your new car or be proud of something, but as consumers of it we can't sit there and go well their life is all fucking butterflies and rainbows they never have a problem they're so happy you don't know what the fuck's going on in their life you don't know what's going on behind closed doors and one of my favorite examples that i think is hilarious is like um a couple that i know really well that i'm friends with and when i'm with them all they do is fight and they always fight argue (laughs) But on social media, I love my baby so much. My baby is the best. My, is oh, I love worse, my. I'm, and I, when I see worse? that shit, I'm like, you <laughs> fucking lying sack of shit. I met you guys and you hate each other. I've seen you. I see you all the time. All you guys do is argue. And, and But this social media, oh, my baby is the best. Like, you're so full of shit. Yep. Um and I and I'm not like being a hater. If you love your girl and 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 you think she's great and you want to say it on social media, please do. Absolutely. Shout them out. But like when that shit's fake as fuck and I know it, it's like come on. And that and but that's just a good reminder for me. Like mm-hmm. okay, the so 90% of the people on here who don't really know them are like, "Oh, they love each other. They get along great." I know them. They they don't get along like that. That's cool, but it's a good reminder for me to be like, "Okay, that shit's fake. It's it's not real." Um and like the other thing that I think a bullet point I had that fits right into what you're talking about here, remove content that doesn't serve me. Remove mm. people that make me feel bad about myself. Remove influencers or friends or whoever. Um, I have to give a little. I have to give a little shout out to uh, Marzig, Ashley Marzigliano, one of our amazing Marzig. friends that we grew up with, and she is a flight attendant. And <laughs> when I was um, drinking and fucking sad and hated my life. I had to block her from social media because all she did was travel and it infuriated me that Dude. she was like living this happy life, traveling, living it up. And I think one of the coolest, like this is an amazing gift of recovery. I told her this at one point when I felt better, I messaged her and I was like, Hey, I want to let you know that I blocked you because, or unfollowed whatever, because like it made me sad how happy and how great your life was. But now I don't need to do that anymore because I'm not unhappy with myself. I digress because we're not saying unblock someone because you're depressed or block someone because you're depressed. But like stuff that doesn't serve me, that doesn't make me feel good, like take it off your timeline. You don't need that shit. You don't need it there. If it makes you feel bad. And like, I had this experience. I was listening to a lot of like murder podcasts and stuff. And if that's your thing, great, do it. Cool. I'm not saying don't listen to it, but I was listening to one and they were like, and then he raped and murdered the 13 year old boy. And I'm like, I don't fucking like that. That doesn't make me feel good. I don't really want to listen to this shit. Like, if if you can and you like it, like, please do. But I was like, I don't want to fucking hear about some 13-year-old boy getting raped and murdered. This content, for me, 
doesn't feel good. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't give me the warm fuzzies. It's not positive. Like, and I personally, and I know everyone loves it and I'm not knocking it, but I've cut out like all that murder shit. I, I'm just not into it. I don't want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear about someone succeeding and being good at business and being good at art and doing cool shit with music. Like I, that's, I don't want that kind of content that kind of shit is not for me if it's for you great but it's not for me i, I, don't, I don't it doesn't make me feel good i cut out shit that doesn't serve me or make me feel good that's a great that's a great point man um you know it's kind of it's kind of like what we talked about too like you know people who aren't who aren't who aren't helping you know you don't need those people around you right um but but yeah i'm with you on the murder podcast i used to i i was into them for a minute there right um and then all of a sudden, um, you know, you get some of these hard-hitting episodes um, about, you know, especially if it's anything involving children, bro. Like, I, right. I just, I can't, I, I can't That's what do it. got me, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was, I'm... like, raping, like, seven-year-old girls and stuff like that. Like, like bro, like, all of a sudden I found um, there's a correlation to it because um, I, I... I found that I was walking around, dude, and I was depressed this as fuck. dark cloud. Yeah, right. I was depressed as fuck. And then all of a sudden, my anxiety levels were super high. Um, and, and I'm just like, I'm just like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with me? And then, dude, where it ties in, oh, hey, maybe I should stop listening to that shit. And then, right, ready, like two weeks passes by, and, and, and now I'm feeling a little bit better, right? Um, you, you can take everything with a grain of salt, right? Everything's fine in moderation, um, unless you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, don't, don't, don't listen to that advice. Um, (laughs) but, but it's, (laughs) but, but it's, you know, if you're into it, like, oh, hey, I'm going to watch this Dateline episode about this guy who killed his wife. Like, okay, that's fine, I guess, if you're okay with it. But if it's going to have a negative impact on my, on my day to day, like I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be like, fuck man uh the sun's out but i i, I want to go sit in my room and cry like like that's just not doing it for me um and and you're right about that man i've 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 filtered out some people too in the past where it's just like dude i'm tired of seeing your fucking disney fucking princess fucking story life right because well because, and like <laughs> well and, and it's not it's not in a in a in a negative way it's just it i i can't stand the fakeness right um and and it may not be fake. That's me making an assumption. Um, but but nobody's life is perfect. Nobody's. Mm-hmm. And and social media can 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 portray that. Nobody's life is perfect. Um, you know the people that you see on social media that are fucking showing their highlight reel and it's all fine and dandy. Well, you know who knows, man. Her you know her husband may have fucking maybe having to take fucking seven Cialis just to get a boner. You know what I mean? Like I mean you know or 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 or. or you know the wife is upset about god knows what um we you know you you never know nothing is nothing's a goddamn you know fairy tale um but you can get tricked into believing that um so so moderate i love that you said that man i really do because know what you can and cannot consume um and that just comes in with being in tune with yourself um you know and And like ladies if every time you see that influencer you're like uh, she's too perfect. Her body looks fake. She's this. She's that. She's always on vacation. She's wearing a bikini. She lives on the beach. Uh, unfollow her. You don't need yep. her on your timeline. If she bothers you like that, get her the fuck out. You don't need that shit. Don't sit there and compare yourself and feel bad about yourself because, baby girl, you're beautiful just the way you are. Absolutely. Get that shit out. Get that shit out. And I actually... <clears throat> 
I'm I'm now happy since I'm a happy person and happy inside. I'm happy to see other people happy. So I'm not gonna delete or unfollow someone because they're happy. I actually fucking love that shit. But what I delete people for all the time, and I mean all the time, <laughs> is if they're like every day. Oh my car broke down. Oh, I'm not sure how I'm gonna pay my light bill. Oh, everything always happens to me. Oh, another bad day. Oh, every single like once in a while I get it. We all have shit, but if fucking every day you have some new crisis, get the fuck off my timeline. I'm cool with that shit. Text your best friend. We here for fucking memes and gang shit. We are not here to hear you cry about your 17th boyfriend of in fucking three months who treated you like shit. You need to figure out what it is about you that keep tra- attracting ain't shit motherfuckers, okay? Dude, dude, and, 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 and since we're on the topic of things that drive us nuts with social media, quit creating fucking 17 separate Facebook profiles Mm-mm. for Christ's sake. <laughs> no. What the fuck? fuck is going on bro like i dude i made i barely wanted to be friends with your ass once okay (laughs) second third fuck off that's between you and jesus oh dude and it's always people that you know need to be listening to this fucking podcast um fuck dude i've seen some shit but yeah i have sometimes i have facebook friends where i have like 12 different like 12 different pages um, and it's like, no. I, it's like the birthday notification comes up and I'm like, no, dude, I, I'm done doing this. I just, I just let him sit there. Um, but yeah, stop no. doing that. Stop Show doing some that. responsibility. Christ. All right, man. Well, that was, that was kind of all I, I wanted to get on with social media, dude. Um, I think, I think we got some, some good facts in there. Um, okay. We hit social media is not real. We hit uh, remove content that does not serve me. We hit comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, another interesting fact I have on here thing is uh, confirmation bias, right? So I learned about this, and I forget where I learned it from, but we talked about them selling your data. We talked about them knowing everything you do, them listening to your conversations, them reading your text conversations. So here's the thing. If you believe that Donald Trump is the greatest man to walk the earth and that he shits gold out his ass every morning, you will get stories and headlines and whatever the fuck that confirms what you already believe. You're not going to get this is why he's a piece of shit or that's why. You're going to get whatever you already believe crammed down your throat. So if if you're sitting there going, well, look, uh, it has to be true because this or that, and Donald Trump is 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 one um, example. We're not going to get polarizing. One example: um, if you believe that you know ferrets are the greatest animal alive, your your feed's going to be full of ferrets. <laughs> Whatever it is that you fucking believe, your phone's going to serve you that shit. So yep. sitting there going, well, look, it's right here. Well, of course it's right fucking there. It's because the most complicated and technologically savvy technology that we have is using every resource that it fucking has to know exactly what you want to see. So don't try and say like, oh, well, it's right fucking here. And I'm talking about, this shit goes deep, brother. I'm not talking about Facebook ads. I'm talking about when you Google something, it's Uh it's gonna show results to your confirmation bias. It's not gonna show un- 
biased results. It's going to show what you want to see. Like, you have to use DuckDuckGo or something like that yep. to get an unbiased, like Rogan was talking about this. If you search the same thing on Google and DuckDuckGo, you're going to get completely different fucking links. Yep. Yep. Every single time, dude. Every single time. And you're, and, and that's, dude, that's a conversation for another time. We can't jump into algorithms. All right. We can't. We don't have enough time for that today. Um, but you're absolutely right about that. And, 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 and let me just, let me just hammer this one home, um, for, for a lot of people, um, who are susceptible to getting hooked to everything they see on the internet. Um, not everything you read on the internet is true. I, I know this is fucking no. fine. I, I know this is, you I know, don't say. I know this is, I know this is breaking fucking news, dude. Um, but, but, but everything you read is not true. Um, and, 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 and then running to social media about something that you read on the internet from fucking, you know, Captain John's fucking news source, um, isn't, isn't, isn't factual and, and you're just getting baited and hooked and, and, and causing a whole bunch of issues for not only yourself, but everybody else. Um, dude, so. So be mindful of what you're consuming. That, that's all and, I got to say on that. An older gentleman who I love and adore who shall remain nameless and not my dad pulled up <laughs> this video, not my dad, pulled up this video on YouTube and uh, it was, you know, confirmation bias confirming what he believed of dickhead McNobody like t- saying, talking out his ass about this subject. And I was like, so-and-so. You realize that anybody, and I mean anybody, including me or you, right this second, could open up our camera, say whatever the fuck we want with zero regard for the truth or actual facts, and upload it to YouTube, right? Like, he thought he was doing something. It was fucking a nobody talking out of his ass about some subject, and I'm like, bro, that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that means that's meaningless. This dickhead knows nothing about what he's talking about. He's stating no facts. He's not citing any art. Like anybody can do that. You're not proving something right now. Literally, anyone and everyone can and does do that. Yeah, 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 dude. And it's it, it's these these hot take artists, man. But see, that's just you, you can't be making fun of a senior citizen, man. He's just trying, all right? Come on. I wasn't making fun of him, but it was just funny. Like, he really, he pulled it up, and he was looking at me nodding like, huh? You see, huh? <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, motherfucker, you have proved nothing except your <laughs> gullibility. Oh, dude, that's fucking rich. Yeah, man. So, yeah, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Um, do whatever you want with your with your teenage kids, um, but tread lightly. Um, I'm not there yet, but if if some of the things I read and some of the news um, that's been out about this doesn't scare you. Um, it, it probably should a little bit um, because it's just not good for your kid's mental health. Um, don't compare yourself to others. Um, and and always remember that Superboss not only had a cell phone but a pager when those things mm-hmm. were hot commodities. And the only thing he was doing on them was making money, baby. He wasn't doom scrolling. This is good old Superboss, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah. And, and like one of the things we try to do with Katie is she, she loves doing art, but like that falls off when you just have the phone. So take the phone for an hour, half an hour, whatever you want to do and say, do anything. I don't care what you do. You do anything, but be on your phone, go wash the dishes, go outside, ride your bike, ride a scooter, freaking 
do art, whatever you want to do, but anything, just get off your phone for an hour. And we need to do that as adults too. Yeah. Like yeah. I find when I just leave my phone plugged in and go do something, like I'm so much more productive and it feels good, you know, just freaking get away from it for a minute. Straight up, dude. Straight up, man. And then, and, and yeah, give it a shot. Check Set your screen, screen time. time. Check your yeah, screen, check time. screen time. And I'm, I'm reinvigorated. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's do some accountability here. Let's, let's check back next week or maybe like two weeks, even next week. Let's see if we can get our screen time down a little and do a little better. Yeah. And, and, and share yours with us. I'm intrigued. Um, yeah. Reach, reach out to us on Instagram. Please somebody be worse than me for the love of God. (laughs) Henry needs it, dude. I mean, I mean, really, I mean, if you're, if you're a dedicated listener and you stare at your phone all day. Throw him a fucking bone, dude, because because there's no way I'm I I'm catching up to that, bro. That's that's like climbing Everest. Um, so yeah, um, that leads us to this. Oh, some some good news um, coming out of of podcast land. Um, our editor and producer, and now um, you know jack of all trades, has gotten our podcast on other platforms. Um, I hey tested yo. I tested um, Apple Podcasts today. Um, oh. it is, it is there. Um, Ooh. it looks a little bit different because the logo, uh, didn't fit when he originally set up, uh, the RSS feed. Um, so it's literally a picture of his dog in the mountains. Um, so if you see rude dude <laughs> with a little fucking Dotson, um, it, it's there. Nice. Um, he, he hasn't fully set that up cause he had to go to work, but he got the episodes there. It's on Amazon music. It's on Samsung, um, and various other platforms. Um, with that being said, um, give us a follow on Spotify. Give us a follow on any other podcast platform that you listen to. Give us a follow on 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 uh, Instagram at Rude Dude Pod. And do us a favor: share this shit, man. If you enjoy what you're listening to, and and you come back and you and you listen and you're having a good time, maybe sharing some laughs, maybe learning some things. It takes five seconds to to pass this on to somebody else. Um, you know, hey, you don't have to do it on social media. You yeah, can just send it yeah. direct on a Word text. Word of mouth. Yeah, send a but text. But it would be hey. cool if you did it on social media. It would be super cool, and we're not going to hound you about it or anything like that. Um, but and but listen, I wanted to did you guys hear what he said? Michael still has to go to work. We need you to yeah. listen to the ad three times in a row and send it to everyone you know so we all don't have to go back to work and we can make podcasts all day, every day. Yeah, dude. I mean, Michael had to go to work today. Okay. To work, can you imagine? I mean, unbelievable. I'm sitting here on parental leave. I got, I got the the state paying my pay, paying me right now, and this man had to go to work on top of having to edit this hour and a fucking seems like a two hour podcast. I mean, he's someone I was working on my knees, laying floor all day. I am 65 years old. I am dying. <laughs> Share my podcast. Share the podcast, you fucks. Um, and that's that's all I got to say. We haven't decided. I, usually, we like teasing um, the next episode, but we we will have a we'll have a guest coming up soon, which is very exciting. We're working um, on some guests, absolutely. Um, but we will we will come with a sniper topic for next week. Um, and I do uh, have one more thing on on cutting out cutting out things that don't serve you. Okay. Arguing with strangers on the internet. Yes, I used to that. love it. Or, or not strangers, even people you know. I used to love it and get into it, but I realized I never really loved it because all I could do was sit there and wait for the fucking notification to pop up to remind me that this stupid motherfucker had responded and said something 
so idiotic that I couldn't possibly wait one second longer to tell them how stupid they were. And then I was consumed. I'm consumed because I have to just know the exact second that they respond so I can get back on there and tell them how stupid they are. And I have stopped doing that because, boy, it does not serve me. It is all negative, and I don't like it. It's not fun. Well, man, I I think that is the internet in a nutshell, bro. Um, Yeah. Everybody's everybody's got a voice. Why why do you think everything is the end of the world? Um, You have millions of people pontificating off their soapbox with their opinion that they think is you know holier than thou and then therefore that opinion gets brought to everybody via the internet and then somebody else on their soapbox that they feel is a little bit taller than the other soapbox comes with their fucking opinion and 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 those two opinions they don't see eye to eye but there's no way that they could ever meet in the middle because one soapbox is smaller and the other soapbox is taller and 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 it's just a never-ending cesspool of fucking toxicity and shit um, so I'm glad that you're not, uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a little intense. Um, I mean, I, I will I, tell I, people that Queen LeBron is a flop artist once well, in a well, while. Well, that's a different but story, dude, but I we're not, we're not waiting get... to have altercations and verbal arguments about fucking piddly shit. I mean, there's a time and a place to go, but I mean, dude, are we just like sitting there salivating at the phone, waiting to tell somebody that they fucking eat dicks? Like, no, dude, like that's yeah. not, that's if not you healthy. experience some of this personal freedom that we talk about. Stop arguing with people on the internet. Just mm-hmm. stop. Let them be right. Let them think they're right. Move on with your life. Have a good day. Experience life. Yeah, and quit looking at your phone. Quit um, looking at your phone. Unless, unless you're listening to this podcast, hitting play. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but for real, um, it's been real. We appreciate everybody listening. Reach out to us. Reach out to us, man. We enjoy the feedback more than you know. It brightens our day. Um, Cameron. I'm going to yes. make an on-air, uh, putting us on the spot, proclamation right now. Okay. Let's do dealing with loss next week. Okay. I can we do We said we were going to, and we didn't, and we are men of integrity, and men we do what we say. Men of integrity. That's and cool. also, the homie Forrest said that he would love to hear that episode, so let's do it next week. Okay. All right. It sucks, but we don't get to choose... To not have anything suck in our life. Sometimes things suck and you got to do them anyway. And that's part of the comfort crisis. That's right, man. That's Go out and do something that's fucking hard and doesn't feel good. Sit in a cold plunge. Take a hike. Go do something to challenge yourself. And get outside your comfort zone. In nature, it's good for you. That's right. The trees, the birds, the bees, the air. Some it's good for you. sunlight in your eyeballs. Sunlight. Vitamin diesel. Yep. Sunlight in your eyes, man. Go, go challenge yourself today. When was the last time you did that? Um, and 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 if you don't do that, then have fun evolving into the people from fucking Wally, um, sitting there on that little ship and and staring at screens and 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 having everybody bring shit to you. Um, and if you're still listening and we haven't lost you, text uh, Swordfish to me and I'll send you a dollar on Cash App. Oh yeah. I feel like everybody's gone. We've just been rambling yeah, yeah. forever. Let's wrap this up. All right, dude. Well, it's been real. I'm excited for loss. It's going to be heavy, but it's going to be dope. Um, it's going to be heavy, but it's necessary. we got to do it. All right, dude. Well, I'll finish just like I always do. I love you, bro. I love you too, man. Remember, be with yourself and fuck what they think. <laughs> Later, dude. See ya.